Well, I don't know what to say, that was a tough watch. We went from some lovely sweetness, an insight into how Balam interact when there's no angst or inner turmoil to speak of, as it happens, to awful brutality, kicking off a new story for the boys. Let's talk about the sweetness first, although it is still a bit painful knowing what's to come. They're in the pub, Ben at the bar collecting their beers, as Callum comments that it seems busier than usual. Ben then says he spots at least three Albert regulars, the Albert is currently still closed as they try to figure out who is being targeted, and I imagine there's some fear on top of that of another bomb attempt being made. Ben suggests they get Mick to gay the place up for the new punters. His rather bright mood is highlighted as Callum points out that he doesn't think anyone else is in the mood. And to that, Ben points out in turn that they're still here, and that's something to celebrate. He's trying to cheer Callum up as it seems he's rather down about it all as well. And it works. Seeing Ben talking animatedly about tarting themselves up and going out to dance, get drunk and sing till the sun comes up, and eagerly bringing Eve into their plans too when she overhears and insists she knows a great karaoke bar, paints a gorgeous smile on Callum's face. That's a look of love if ever I saw one. Not just for Ben, though obviously that's like, 98% of it, but for the display of rallying together in the face of hatred, particularly with their people, i.e. even later Ash. I think it's inspiring to Callum, and we know how much of Ben's attitude and experience as a gay man has helped Callum in his journey to being comfortable with who he is. And of course this is what makes what happens even more painful. Here Ben is convincing Callum that the best way to show the bomber that they failed is to go out and party rather than sit and cry into their beers, and I think Callum will be taking this forward with him. He concedes to Ben's positivity and agrees, that when Ben puts it like that then they can indeed partay, a bit of teasing banter that Ben appreciates, as it means Callum's on board. Things are good. Too good. Outside the minute mart, Ben and Callum, with Eve and Stacy in tow, call out to Ash, who they've spotted with Sookie. Ben invites her to join them for a night on the town, apparently now celebrating Stacy's new job as market inspector. Who'd have thought, after all those clashes she had with previous market inspector Mr. Lister, and more to the point, who'd have thought she'd be going on a night out with Ben of all people. She hit Phil over the head with a wrench and she also blamed Ben for the breakdown of her marriage. But she has been living in Phil's house for a few months now, and with Kat who we know is a Balam advocate, and their wedding photo is pretty much front and center as part of the new decor, and also they were all in the same place the night the bomb was supposed to go off, so I think there's a connection and shared experience despite their history. Anyway, Ash looks like she wants to go, but isn't certain she can. Ben tries to persuade her by revealing that Callum's apparently going to do his amazing rendition of Wrecking Ball, complete with a lack of clothing. This is news to Callum who responds, over all the laughter from everyone else, that he'll somehow stick to Ring of Fire. However, it's when Sookie tells them she can't go because they're staying in as a family that makes Ash change her mind. She tells them she'll be 10 minutes, and as they leave to wait for her at the end of the road, she informs her mum that she's going out, with her family. She had said last week that she feels compelled to be around her people, her community, so Suki being so dismissive gets her back up, interpreting it as Suki trying to run her life once more. So she makes it clear to her mum which family she's picking. Cut to, what is presumably, ten minutes later, and the little family of gays, an honorary gay, are making their way to the tube in high spirits. Ben and Callum are leading the group, swinging their linked arms as Ben goads even to singing a bit of share to lift the mood, while Eve jokes back that she needs her audience. It's all smiles and laughter, until Neil and his gang exit the tube as they're walking in and Neil calls out queers on his way past. 
And it's scary because it's done without a second thought, off the cuff just because he saw two men holding hands. They're shocked into silence, and then Eve decides to hold Neil to account, asking him to repeat what he just said, and following them as they're walking away, despite protests from Stacy, and a warning tone from Ben too, you can just about see him telling Callum to stay back as he follows Eve as well. Eve squares up to Neil, as he and his three mates do the same. She suggests he's cross because he can't get a girlfriend and that she, a woman, has a better chance than him. I think Ben can sense the danger, and his comment about Neil preferring boys is a distraction technique. It looks like he's physically trying to put distance between Neil and Eve as he's saying it, drawing the attention towards himself instead the way he knows how. I also don't think he's realized that the rest of the group have followed him, including Callum who's right behind him. Ben's comment riles Neil up and Ben is shoved to the ground as a fight breaks out between the rest of them. Immediately two of them set upon Callum, and after Neil pushes Ash to the ground too, hitting her head on the pavement, he turns his attention to Callum as well and actually moves the other goons out of the way to give him a kicking himself, it's sickening to watch. And it feels personal, a combination of frustration over the failed bomb, that he himself planted, remember, and perverse pleasure over taking down a strong-looking gay man. When he lands that first kick, Ben has just managed to raise his head from where he's still lying, and the sight of it makes Ben freeze, the fear is visible on his face. Stacy and Eve tend to an unconscious ash as Ben continues to watch Callum getting kicked repeatedly and being unable to move. The camera work, whatever you think of it, establishes that immobilizing fear with the slow motion and the cut zooms, like his mind is muddled and skipping. We've seen Ben in a crisis several times, and it's well established that he's not much good, the freeze response comes out more often than not, or he looks to someone else who he knows is better, i.e. Callum, however what's clear in this instance is that he's experiencing a flashback that's debilitating him. The similarities to Paul's death are striking and very deliberate, holding hands on their way to a night out, getting called names, Ben speaking back to the perpetrator, and the man he loves getting kicked without mercy in the middle of the road. It's a live-action replay of the worst day of his life, made all the worse by the knowledge that this is happening again, and he's having to watch this time, and cannot physically move. The framing of it reminds me of their wedding day, just after the hit and run, both of them on the ground, and that noise, presumably in Ben's head, that sounds like it's in a tunnel or underwater. That moment led to a discussion later on at their reception where Callum sensed Ben's fear of losing him and reassured him that he wasn't going to. However, in this moment, which is where we're left, that fear is back full force. A very uncomfortable watch for us all, I'm sure. Not just seeing our favorite characters in pain but the knowledge that violence like this is very real, and still happens. I'm ending today's blog post with a link to Gallup's page on LGBT plus hate crime, which also includes details on how to get in touch if you've experienced anti-LGBT plus violence, abuse or harassment and need a safe space to talk.